Hi guys, it's Baby Peach, and welcome back to another episode of Higurashi Part 28. Um, pretty intense phone call last part. So let's see what's in store for us next. I guess I'd be lying if I didn't, if I said I didn't get any sleep. I tried to stay awake all night, but there were definitely gaps in my memory. I guess I kept nodding off and jerking awake in a panic all night. I spent all night hugging the metal bat and sat on top of the futon I used to barricade my door, waiting, waiting, watching, just in case someone tried to break in through my window. If I left this spot, someone would break through the door, sending the futon flying and attack me. But if I stopped watching the window, someone would break through the glass and attack me. I tried telling myself I was just being paranoid, but I couldn't sleep. The thought of being so vulnerable scared the living daylights out of me. If sleep meant taking the risk, I didn't need it. It was so much better to just stay awake. At some point during the endless cycle of nodding off and jolting awake, light began to shine outside, but that was it. It wasn't so much the morning as it was just the sun simply having risen. I snuck a peek out through the curtains. Raina was gone. I couldn't see her anywhere, no matter how hard I looked. Finally, I could breathe a deep sigh of relief. The night was finally over. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't tired, but I didn't like sleeping at the moment. I still had time, but I needed to make my own breakfast, so I'd better get started soon. Skipping school was also an option. With my mom gone, it'd be easy to play hooky. Honestly, I debated it. The risk involved in leaving my house was incalculable, so staying holed up in here was probably my safest option. But staying there here wouldn't solve anything. Oishi-san wouldn't help me without cold hard evidence. Neither he nor my parents. So unless I found some sort of proof, these relentless nights would never end. I stretched my body, tilted my head back, and closed my eyes just like I did every morning. I regulated my breathing and regained my senses. Calm down, Keiji Maibara. Let's go to school. Let's wait until they set their trap for me. But that didn't mean I was just going to twiddle my thumbs. I needed to avoid that trap and secure irrefutable evidence. Take note of the plates of any car that drives by. If I see someone suspicious, check their clothes and face. I wasn't just protecting myself. I was preparing myself to turn their attack against them and retaliate. The tension was similar to when two samurai were both aiming to slay each other with a single motion as they drew their katanas. I was not at a disadvantage. I would have a chance to retaliate. I finally felt a bit of courage growing in my chest. All right, let's go to school. I tightened my grip on Satoshi's bat. He was the only partner I could count on. Satoshi, please lend me your strength and entrust your dying regrets to me since you were probably murdered. I'll make sure I dispel them. With renewed resolve, I checked the clock. It was still early. Of course, I was going to school by myself today. 
If I didn't want to run into Raina or Mion, I needed to leave now. The shattered fragments of the cupboards were still strewn all over the entryway. Right. I meant to clean that up last night, but never got around to it with the phone call and everything. If my parents came back and saw this while I was at school, I would never hear the end of it. Still, I'd be wasting time if I cleaned it up right now, and considering what would happen if I ran into Raina or Mion, it wouldn't be too late to clean it up after I got back home. Making extra certain that the doors were locked, I left the house. My uniform was still covered in mud from yesterday, so I left it in the washer. Today, I was going to into school in a suit track. Or in a track suit. My, by wearing a different outfit this morning, my mind was forced to accept that today was different from yesterday. I had a hunch. Today might be the day I get killed. Keep your guard up, Kijimabara. The only one who gets to decide if today is my last is me. I spent the morning practicing my swing like it was in my natural routine. After a while, Raina arrived at school. Our eyes met, but we said nothing. Raina said nothing about last night, as if it never happened. But I could see that those events were real by the wounds carved into her fingers. I just heard her telling Satoko and the others that the bandages were from hurting herself in the kitchen. Though, it wasn't like it bothered me. The details that Oishi-san shared about Reina's incident before her transfer played vividly in my mind. Now that I knew about it, I couldn't even dream of Reina as a cute, ideal girl. Kei-chan, I see you're still aiming for the Nationals. It was Mian. I had already sensed her approach, so I wasn't that surprised. Oh, Mian. If you understand, then leave me alone. I'm busy practicing. I gave her a curt reply without my usual jokes. Then I gave the bat an even larger swing, tactically keeping me on from getting any closer. Hey, Kei-chan, take it easy! I think Mion got the message, but she still urged me to give it a rest. Homeroom's not that far off, is it? Just let me finish practicing. I swung the bat even harder as a sign of my refusal. Kei-chan, when did you get into baseball? Just recently. Recently? You mean yesterday? Don't ask if you already know. Oh dear, that's a very unsportsmanlike reply. You're distracting me. Go away. I ignored Mion and kept swinging. Normally she'd get mad or bored and leave if someone gave her the cold shoulder like this, but Mion just stood there waiting patiently for me to stop swinging. I didn't sense any hostility, but we were at school in plain view. I doubt she'd suddenly attack me here, or was that too naive? Still, I was starting to get tired. Maybe it wouldn't be too bad to take a break and hear her out. You need me for something, right? What is it? Sweat poured from me as I stopped swinging. I noticed my shoulders were heaving as I breathed. I cursed my lack of exercise. 
At this rate, I might not be able to move as I needed when the time came. I should probably keep practicing my swings to build stamina in addition to the ex excuse for carrying the bat around with me. Well, it's nothing important. If you're tired, I can ask again later. Now it's fine. I'm only dealing with you right now because I judge the situation to be safe. Talking to you alone and away from others, that's out of the question. Well, um... Mian was uncharacteristically trying to choose her words. But unlike Oishi-san, it didn't look like she was going to talk about something I'd rather not hear. Mian was puzzled, trying to find the right thing to say. But then she gave a hearty laugh and to break herself out of that mirror. Ah ha 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 This old man's just no good at this stuff. Having a poor vocabulary hurts. What's this all of a sudden? If you have something to say, just say it. Stop it. Stop swinging that. She cut straight to the point. Her request was so frank I didn't understand it for a moment. I had already stopped swinging to listen to her, hadn't I? I just stopped, didn't I? That's not what I meant. I want today to be the last day you swing that bat. I'm sorry. It took me some time to understand what she was asking for. What's wrong with swinging a bat? Why? It's none of your business, is it? I'm not bothering anyone, am I? You are. Mion said it flat out. This didn't make any sense, and that was really irritating. When did I bother anybody? Ugh. Um. Mion was at a loss for words, but she finally made up her mind and spoke, though she stuttered as she said it. But because, Keichan, that... That's someone else's bat. You shouldn't borrow it without permission. It was left behind by a student who transferred, right? I'm just borrowing it until he comes back for it. Huh? Ah, uh, yeah, he transferred. Mian grew uncharacteristically flustered. That made it all too clear that this, his transfer was a lie. But strange, isn't it, for the older brother to transfer by himself while his little sister stayed behind? Mian couldn't hide her reaction as my words shook her up. Kei-chan, you knew? Satoshi Hojo, Satoko's, um, Satoko's older brother, right? The one who demoned away last year. Unable to respond to that, Mian fell silent. Reina asked the same thing. Why did you start swinging that bat? She told me Satoshi did the same thing, practicing his swings right before he went missing. So, is this kind of omen of for Oyashiro-sama's curse? Shh. Mion panicked and looked around. P please, Keichan, don't mention Oyashiro-sama so recklessly. I don't believe in him, but the others very much do. Reina especially. Dangerously so? Anyway, you're scaring everyone. If you're just fooling around, then stop it. You have to stop acting like Satoshi. I was the one who was scared. Who do I have to thank for taking up this bat in the first place? But it still unsettled me knowing that my actions were overlapping with Satoshi's. It would be one thing if someone suggested it, but I thought I was making my own decisions. I'll say this now. I don't know anything about Satoshi. After all, you didn't tell me anything about him.
We didn't mean to hide it. You were hiding the incidents that happen every year, weren't you? Uh, that's because we didn't want to, um... You didn't want to scare me? That's your reason for leaving me out? No, we didn't mean to. Mian, I asked you directly if something happened at the dam, didn't I? And you told me nothing happened. When someone was dismembered and murdered. You lied to me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lie to you. Friends don't hide things from each other, right? Isn't that right? Then you all aren't my friends. K-Chan, we- Mian looked helpless and flustered. Was I imagining the tears in her eyes? I never could have imagined Mian acting like this. Oh, by the way, those get well mochi you brought the other day? They were good. I thought I was going to bleed. Who did it? You? Or Reyna? Me. She admitted it so easily. I couldn't help but be surprised at how easy that was. You could have killed me. How could you do that to a friend? But but it was just a little prank. Mian gave me a worry smile mixed with confusion causing even more anger to well up inside me. You think that was a prank? I grabbed Mian by the collar and lifted her up. That wasn't the same thing as putting Tabasco sauce in a piece of mochi. It was a needle, a sewing needle. If I had swallowed that and it lodged in my throat, what did she think would happen? Mion's face froze as her body rattled in fear. This wasn't the Mion Sonozaki I knew anymore. Anyways, you're not my friend. There's no reason for me to listen to someone who's not my friend. So just leave me alone for a while, got it? Mion wasn't replying anymore. It won't be that easy to erase me, you know. The cops have been on you from the start, so don't think you can just make me disappear like you did Satoshi. I said it clearly. This was my declaration of war. I think you guys are suspects in the previous incidents, too. I also know you've spent a lot of time with the cops ever since the anti-dam movement. Don't think you can hide it from me. Got that? How? How, how did you know? Mian stood there with a dumbstruck look on her face. That was when I heard the principal ringing the bell for school. It was time for morning homeroom. Let's go. The class representative needs to be there, right? At that moment, for the first time, I realized Mian was sobbing as tears ran down her cheeks. You, you're so mean, Keishan. Me, I wanted to console her, but I shut my mouth. I had no need to feel guilty. I'm going. Don't be late for homeroom. I left Mian still shaking as I turned around to head for the entrance. I had no idea how troubling it was to make a girl cry. Behind my back, I could hear her muttering. It was a faint mutter as she was speaking to herself. So, that's how it is. Huh? She wasn't saying it anymore. She wasn't saying it to anyone. It was me on talking to herself. But it was a sobbing voice that had a kind of giddy cursing tone. I inadvertently stopped and turned back towards her. So, it was that bastard. He leaked it all to Kei-chan. She vaught up her fist as her tears continued to rain down. 
She glared at a spot at the ground with a terrifying yet smiling face, cursing. A chill ran down my spine from that demonic expression. This transformation, Mion's transformation, was different from Reyna's. I should have killed him back then. He forgot the mercy I showed him just because he was going to retire this year. Retiring this year? Was she talking about Oishi-san? Damn it. Damn it. I'm going to kill that damned old man. It felt like the air itself had begun distorting. With Mion at the center, the world had begun to twist and spiral, bending, whirling. This was the first time I'd known, no experience, such a visage. And with that, we're going to end today's episode here. We'll see you in the classroom in the next part, guys. Bye.